powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Oh, it'd be nice if you could hear me. I had my mic muted. Um, I'm getting real sick of doing this. Flames fans, SDPN fans, everybody watching. Uh, the Calgary Flames lose yet again. Uh, you know, I had someone comment on the channel earlier or in the last episode saying, Audie, you handle these losses so well, man. And it's going to eventually get to a breaking point. Tonight's not going to be that night because it's too goddamn late. And I'm big chilling, man. I got my SDPN order here. If you want to get uh, some Steve Dangleberry's uh, merch, this is I call it the handsome Christmas sweater because it's got pictures of Steve on it. It can't be an ugly Christmas sweater. So if you want to get your hands on that, uh, SDPN or shop, SDPN, SDPNshop.com. Robert, if you're in the chat, drop, drop the link. Um, but welcome to Game Over Calgary on this uh, fine late late night it's 1107 mountain time and my guest once i bring him in here is uh, he's on the eastern time zone so it's even later uh so i made sure that <laughs> made sure to, to make sure everybody had a pot of coffee on um either way do you think you know which way it's gonna go make your bet with sports interaction whether it's world cup hey we're down to two teams argentina and what is it france yeah we got two teams left in the world cup whether it's world cup hockey football or basketball sports interaction has you covered um sports interaction makes it easy to deposit play and cash out join now and see all sports betting has to offer want to bet head to sportsinteraction.com sdpn that's sportsinteraction.com sdpn 19 plus please play responsibly um <laughs> i always say it the flames didn't play so responsibly tonight especially in their own end but without further ado we're going to bring in our lovely guest today mr john veros from hot take hockey brother how are you doing man thank you for joining uh i know it's late as balls out there yeah um thanks for hopping on man how are you i'm decent man yeah it's late it's you were saying 1107 it's well 108 now of my yeah, time but oh, yeah. man i appreciate you having me on obviously i would say kind of same old storyline for the flames lately but as a fan it was an interesting game yeah i, I, I was all right yeah well i mean uh, <laughs> Look, Flames fans and, and people who cover this team will uh, will unanimously agree that we don't want to see too many more overtime games. The last three of the last four have gone to overtime. It would have been Toronto, Montreal, and then this one. Yeah. Um, so of the last four games, the Calgary Flames lose all four, but they're able to pick up three loser points. And that's going to piss everybody off up in Edmonton because last year when playoffs came around, oh, the Flames had 11 overtime losses. And they won the division, blah, blah, blah. So it, people are going to get pissed off either way. Um, For sure. But I guess your take on it, man, like you, I, I know you're well-connected within the league. You watch lots of, you watch more hockey than probably anybody that I know. Um, so, so what do you, what do you, what'd you think? Like coming into this one, what were your expectations? Like, did, did it live up to what you thought it was going to be? Cause I was texting you throughout the game. I'm like, man, this is just, this is Daryl Sutter hockey, man. It's it's low event. It's it's gonna be you know Daryl wants them to win three two games, four three. You know they're they're one goal games. What did you think of the game and uh, and uh, how how did it compare to your expectations? Well, I'll start off by saying that I had a four parter parlay tonight and oh, I had the flames on it. I had the flames on it and Buddy, by the third period, never man, do it, never yeah, do it. By the third period, I was like, all right, I'm covering this up and I'm throwing some cash on the Canucks here because. I just, I don't know. It was, to me, it was one of those games. Um, well, when you start a game with Daryl Sutter, 
zoomed up on the TV twice in a row, shaking his head. You know, it's not a good start. But oh god, no. I just I thought the Canucks got hard on the forecheck. Um, obviously, a couple goals early. I mean, the deflections, whatever. I, I don't think we're going to get on Markstrom for the deflection, but. Obviously, um, the next goal getting down way too early and Garland shelving it. But I don't know. I thought once Markstrom got settled, the Flames got settled. I think it kind of matched up there. Obviously, the Flames evened it out in the first period. Um, so, I mean, for me, I kind of expected a close game. Like, if someone could – I was thinking maybe 4-2, 4-3 vibe tonight. Yeah. Um, but just overall, I thought as the game went on, both teams were creating more space. I thought there's a couple opportunities like – even towards the end, I think it was Hannafin got around the last defender did, and Toffoli yep. was in front and kind of just backhanded towards uh, Martin. So, I mean, there was just so many opportunities for me for the Flames where it was like, even early on, Martin was making good saves, but I just, I think that's kind of the storyline, at least the vibe I'm getting from the Flames and Flames fans, just so many opportunities uh, just no finish, missed man. on and just no, no finish. finish. Obviously, I mean, you know what? Markstrom got settled and he looked better. And he, he obviously looked better against, uh, was it Montreal the other night? Yeah, he looked, uh, he looked um, real good. So I think the thing is, like, you could be on Markstrom all you want. And obviously, Vladar took over for a bit there. And Markstrom's had his struggles. But when the team is not taking advantage of, like, opportunities against weaker teams like the Blue Jackets, like the Montreal Canadiens, even though the Habs have been all right lately. But it's just... It's going to translate into even into a game like the Canucks. I, mean, I think there were so many opportunities the Flames should have taken advantage of tonight, and obviously uh, the Canucks held on for that shootout win. Yeah, and you know what? It's refreshing to hear it from your perspective too, because I've been beating the drum all year. Of you know, sure, Markstrom hasn't been the Vesna finalist self that he was last year. Yeah, but you can't get tied up in in putting all of this on him. Um, I make the joke that you're if you're able to bet a prop on sports interaction that Jacob Markstrom's going to let in the first shot on goal, fucking do it because yeah. he's done it more often than not. <laughs> um, and that's, you know, it, it happens and that it almost seems like, you know, he lets in that one and it settles the nerves. And then, you know, the rest of the game, he looked pretty good overtime. He looked pretty good. Um, the last few minutes of that third period when Vancouver was really pressing and, and the flames just couldn't seem to keep it out of their own end. Lots of D-zone turnovers. He was there to bail them out. So um, the one storyline coming into this that I think was kind of interesting was, um, you know, everybody got got on the Canucks, got on them hard. They, they started the year terrible. What was it? They lost seven straight, something like that. Um, things haven't been fantastic. They've got a lot of distractions, a lot of outside noise. Uh, what's Horvat going to do? Is Shen going to be gone? Is Besser going to be gone? Right? All this, All this noise. Yeah, but <laughs> I think Flames fans specifically got a little bit too hard on him because coming into this game, the Canucks were only four points back uh, from the Calgary Flames. So it's uh, I mean, a win tonight, the Flames get one point and, and the Canucks get two. So it's it's definitely getting tighter. But uh, like, are the Canucks a team that, are, that, that you think are going to be able to right this ship and turn it around or, uh, you know, are the Flames due for? you know, a better new year? Like, how do you gauge this Pacific division, but specifically the two teams that we saw tonight? Well, I think, yeah, on the Canucks side of things, I think this is kind of where fans hate where it's at at this point. It's like, obviously, all the noise and all the trade rumors around Horvat, but more so, and I, I cite the late 2000s, early 2010 Toronto Maple Leafs, is like, you always hang around that 8, 9, 10 spot. You yeah. don't get a good draft pick, and you don't make the playoffs. That's been the Flames for years. Perpetual. Yeah. It's called perpetual mediocrity. 
It's just <laughs> nonstop being middle of the pack. Yeah, exactly. So both teams are in that conversation right now where they're exactly on that outside. Um, for the Canucks, it even sucks even more because if you hang in that conversation long enough, guys like Horvat or guys like Miller last year like are yeah. going to hold on and then you have the decision of losing them for nothing or signing a big-time contract. Um, I think the Flames are in a little bit of a different scenario because they have a lot of their guys locked up. Obviously, they'll have to deal with guys like Lindholm in a couple of years and stuff like that. But I think for the Flames, um, in comparison to the Canucks, I, I'm still confident the Flames are going to turn it around and make it happen because, you know what, once – once these like the flames start figuring out their scoring, I think the defense, like here's one good sign for the the flames tonight. I'll say is like, I know, I think it was five days ago. Uh, I saw you tweet out Mackenzie Weger, worst game, whatever the season. And I'm just thinking this Mackenzie Weger, not bad tonight. I, I, I saw better signs, better transitional passes, um, created some opportunities. Yeah. Much yeah. better than the giveaways that we saw. A few yeah. Ago. And, and it's funny. It's funny because, you know, I was like, when that trade happened, with the whole um, uh, Kachuk thing with Huberto and and, and Weger and Schwint, and that pick that came over, a lot of a lot of Panthers folks in that in that circle were kind of telling me, "All right, yeah, you know, don't get too hyped up for Weger. Just watch him in his own end." And yeah. I was like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like the the Flames can use the blue line help. It's it can't get much worse." Um, and then I started to notice, like even tonight, there were a couple. A couple. I, I think I took a note. It might have been the third period there. Um, yeah, Mackenzie. We go, it was it was a D zone turnover. I remember it specifically. He was on the half wall, yeah. and and he served a pizza right on the tape of Curtis Lazar. And usually I wouldn't be too worried about Curtis Lazar, but the Flames have this thing where when former players come in, they just seem to put on a you know they seem to put on a clinic. Uh, Mark Jankowski, for example. Uh, Matthew Kachuk did it, you know, like it's, it's just written in the, in the stars for them. So I was yeah. a little worried when Mackenzie Weger late in the third period serves a pizza right up the middle to uh, none other than Curtis Lazar, former flame. Um, yeah. but yeah, you're right. You're right. He has outside gotten better. <laughs> yeah. Aside of that, he has gotten better. And, and I think a lot of that is credit to, you know, you talk about the Daryl Sutter system. We talked about a little bit before a lot of defense, low scoring, low event, and, and it's, it's starting to almost cost the flames that they're not scoring at, you know, it's Daryl Sutter hockey, but you, you need to score in today's NHL. Um, there's just way too much skill. And when you're, and when your goalie goalies, when, when you're, everything's not clicking, you're, you're not scoring, you're not, you're spending too much time playing defense and, and your goalies are maybe struggling a bit. Yeah. Where's the scoring coming from? You need scoring. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to cite Uyghur a little bit because, yeah, obviously a lot of the production from the back end, I mean, like Hannafin created some stuff, but it, it'll be him, it'll be Anderson, it'll, it'll be him. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I think, uh, yeah, Uyghur's defensive game, like those giveaways just can't happen. Like obviously the other night against Columbus, the giveaway to Robinson was, I mean, he said it himself, it was a pizza. Man. It was, it a, was pizza. a crazy pizza. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so that can't happen obviously, but I, I, yeah, looking at the brighter signs of the flames, um, I was saying it the other night, um, on my pod, actually, I was just saying like Huberto, a lot of his identity with Florida was that kind of fast pace, like up and down hockey. And obviously Daryl Sutter's hockey is not that. So it just, it's an adjustment period for some of these guys, obviously. Um, I do think they'll turn it around, but yeah. I think just more so, yeah, it's easy to look at like the Canucks shit show right now. And the fact that they just beat calgary tonight after coming off losses against montreal and columbus so in a way the pity points could be the storyline 
the Flames losing against weaker teams, the storyline, and obviously yeah. the Canucks catching up against the Flames in the standings is is not a great sign either. But you know what? I'll be the voice of reason here and say <laughs> they need I, it. I think it'll turn they, around, they, they need the voice of reason because I've been beating the drum of holy shit. Things need to uh, uh, we need to put out the fire. Okay, I got a good uh, topic to go into next, but first let's quickly talk to some of our people in the chat. We got a good amount of people in here right now for such a late game. 38 people in here is pretty impressive. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy with that. Um, if you are in here, please like, I don't know. They talk about this algorithm thing. I've been out of YouTube for too long. I don't know what the hell that is and how that works. Just hit the like button. I'm told it helps like it, share it. Something about dropping likes and dropping. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so out of it. But when I was back, back in the day, they used to say, you know, smash that like button, you know, thrust that subscribe button whatever you got to do um lots of good uh, good comments near off the wall hockey saying yo what a game look at these legends i'm sure that uh 75% of the legendaryness of this is uh is john and i just make up a small portion of that um oh, james. <laughs> james johnson saying audi sweater game is phenomenal look man anytime you have the chance to wear four steve dangles in christmas hats on a on a on a sweater you got to take that opportunity um has the off-season hype died yet? Um, I, I, I'm assuming that is, uh, is in is a comment in relation to uh, the Flames and how kind of everybody hyped up. Like you know, losing Gaudreau was not easy, and then yeah. Kachuk saying he wanted out was not easy, and then everybody was like, "Oh, the Flames got better because they got Huberto, Weger, blah blah blah." But I, I, I want to table that because it's going to segue into what I want to talk about next, and I want to quickly get through the last little bit of these comments before we, uh, before we do that. Um, Lindsay says, maybe we should listen to some in flames to get Calgary going. I'm a huge in flames fan. Uh, we will remember is one of the, one of my, one of my favorite songs of all time. Uh, cannot clay talking about legends. Uh, whoa, legend overload on my screen. Um, YouTube legend, SDPN Let's legend. Go clay. He's, Legendary. he's, he's, he's the goat. I, uh, I called him my YouTube dad for years. Uh, cause he's just, <laughs> he just is, uh, Jay says, nice haircut, John. Thank you. Appreciate it. John also makes up for like 95% of the handsomeness on this stream. Uh, the other 5% coming from mm. my four Steve dangles oh, on, uh, on my, uh, on the screen, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> that's cause I got these new lights installed. <laughs> um, <laughs> each like and share gets us closer to Marky stopping the first shot. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, I'm so proud of you and happy for you, Mr. James. Thank you so much. Uh, and one last comment. There isn't a dominant player, and it is fairly easy to see in overtime when no one can carry three on three. Um, that's where you miss a guy like Johnny Gaudreau, who was quite proficient, or even Matthew Kachuk, who was uh, yeah. he was a good, good uh, puck carrier in overtime. Okay, as I rambled, thank you, everybody, by the way, for your, uh, for your comments. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about or, or bring up with you is Jonathan Huberto and his maybe lackluster start. Well, we'll, we'll say that because we know the kind of player that Jonathan Huberto can be and how he, mm. you know, how he put up monstrous numbers last year, 85 assists, a record for, uh, you know, an NHL record for assists. Um, I want to ask you about the system because I think at least for me, for my money and Mike Gould, I'll give him credit. He's a, he's a writer for daily face off and flames nation. Um, good buddy of mine. He said, he put out a tweet saying, <laughs> and I'm kind of calling him out cause he put it on like his Twitter circle. So only certain people can see it, but he was like, the main timeline isn't ready to hear that Daryl Sutter's system and Daryl Sutter is ruining Jonathan Huberto. Um, 
Do you think that Daryl Sutter's defense first and low event could be a negative impact on Jonathan Huberto and how he and wh- how we know him? Yeah, well, leading up to me answering this question, I do want to say, um, talking to a lot of Panthers fans in the past, um, when the Panthers were, when Quinville obviously got the boot and they were going through their transitional period looking for their new head coach, so many Panthers fans I talked to were re- so resistant on having John Tortorella as the coach. And I asked why. Like, I just thought experience, structure could do well for the Panthers in the Atlantic Division. Uh, but a lot of them said specifically the offense, but more so a guy like Huberto would be affected by a guy like John Tortorella coming in. And obviously we've seen older fashion coaches like that sometimes be a negative um, influence on players like that, like skillful possession based players. Yeah. Um, I do believe, yeah, I I do believe Sutter's system is affecting Huberto for sure. Um, I think guys like Nas or Backland can like obviously flourish in a system like that in certain ways. Um, But a guy like Huberto, it's just like, it's the confidence with his puck, the puck on his stick. I just, in so many different areas, it's like he's hesitant to do something or he's like trying to debate on like if he should go freestyle or stick to the system. Um, basically what I saw at him on him entering the zone there and then he gives it away and it goes a three on one back the other way. Um, I think it was Pedersen. If he has his stick on the ice, that's a yeah. Canucks oh, four, yeah. three regulation win right there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's confidence with a puck on a stick for sure. I mean, I've seen signs of it this season, but like I was watching Panthers games last year where Huberto was doing spinorama passes, cross ice to Ekblad or like blind passes from behind the net to bark off in front. Like, I'm just not seeing that right now. No. I'm not seeing the creative freestyle high flying Johnny Huberto I saw last year in Florida. And obviously that has to do big time with the system. I would say, obviously it has to do with like new like scenarios with players and line mates and stuff like that. But, and Huberto, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, Audie, I'm pretty sure he's seen all three top he lines has. this year, he right? Has. He's yep. been on he's, all three. Daryl's put him pretty much everywhere to kind of try to find that fit. Um, and that's and also not good for a player when you're no, flip-flopping so no, much No, like exactly. And Flames fans are no, are no secret to it. Uh, Glenn Gullitson liked to do this thing where he put names in a blender uh, and whatever spat out was the lines he was going to put out in any, any given night. So it's no secret to Flames fans that that's not a winning recipe. Um, I will say, though, Daryl Sutter's system, and, and a lot of the uh, analytics guys will probably agree with me. I They know a lot more than I do. But his defensive metrics are way better. Like, I'm pretty sure he's among the top five in the league for um, expected goals against. Like, he's he's yeah. he's up there as, like, um, you know, his line, we'll say. Well, doing um, research of my own, yeah. Huberto and Weger yeah. have both been better defensively. Believe it or not, with Weger, I mean, no Flames fans have been on Weger lately, but both of them have been better defensively by far this year, I'm pretty sure. I know, I know Huberto's defensive numbers have been pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, like... You talk about the impact. It's 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 positively impacting that, but that's not the kind of player that Jonathan Huberto is, um, which is unfortunate because you know he's everybody's been on him. I think he's got 18 points in 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 however many games it's been 27 something games, um, which isn't exactly you know knock your socks off numbers. When you look at a guy like Matthew Kachuk, who's got you know 40 and in, in 22 or whatever it is, right? Um, yeah. It's it's tough. It's tough, and and Flames fans have this expectation. A lot of fans have this expectation of him, and uh, it's not quite there yet. So, like you said, and like everybody else has kind of been holding out for hope. We hope that it turns around. 
Um, I see one comment in here from James Johnson saying, Andrew Burnett for Flames head coach, let's ride. Um, so, <laughs> you know what? It, he's a product of his system right now. The Flames are lacking scoring. It's it's everywhere. It's not just him. Uh, lots of pe- lots of players on this team struggling right now. But one of the things too that I especially notice, um, I don't know if you saw it the other night, but Chris Tanev took that shot to the side of the dome. Um, yeah, that was a tough and scary scene first and foremost. Um, but he's obviously out of the lineup now. He seems to be okay, just obviously not cleared to play yet. Um, this team looks a lot different when he's not in the lineup, and I think that was pretty evident tonight. Yeah, so it was Mackie with uh, Stone on the bottom pair, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've always said Tanev's got to be one of the more underrated defensemen around the league. Um, yeah. So sound. And yeah, man, I think it definitely has like a different uh, vibe. I would say I've, I've watched a decent amount of Flames, fan, uh, Flames games this year, but as we spend more time on the left or right, I feel like he's kind of been back and forth recently. Yes, yes, he has been uh, a little bit back and forth recently, especially because they kind of ran into some problems with uh well obviously Shillington hasn't played um, yeah stone was hurt they had 10 have missed some time like there was the, the, there was a well that even man that even plays a part in it like yeah the shifting on on weaker's part too I think that plays a big part so yeah I mean obviously I'm not going to say the defensive like they let down marks from so many times in that third oh, and overtime like especially yeah. overtime like I, I said the Canucks held on for the shootout win but really in that overtime specifically the Flames held on just to lose yeah. in the shootout. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, well, yeah, um, like it seems like that's how they've been playing lately. They just they're 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 too afraid to like they're playing like they know they're going to lose. Like they're playing yeah. to they're playing for that extra point and it's uh it's frustrating. But carry on with your point. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you but off. Yeah, I was, so I was just saying like obviously it's a little bit of a mixed message because of what happened later in the game, but overall obviously it's it's the Flames scoring. Um that's pretty inconsistent. I think Markstrom, if he gets his game back and he's consistent the rest of the year, at least I would say 75% of what he was last year, like the flames just got to score. I think consistency on, on scoring Huberto has got to get going. I think that's the motor, at least the uh, with Kadri and with Lindholm, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, my overall point I think is that when we're talking about identity and obviously the team they played tonight, complete shit show all around. But oh, yeah. I mean, Bo, Bo Horvat, that's a prime example of just ignoring the noise, like 21 now on the year. Like he's ignoring the noise, just that's production. So oh, I, yeah. I think some of these guys in the flame, they've just got to ignore the noise. I know. And it's, it's, uh, it's easier said than done, especially from oh, where we sure, are, 100%. from we are where we are to where they are. Um, couple things I want to get to, but we'll just quickly uh, hit the chat uh, one last time. Second last time. We'll, say we'll, hit it, we'll hit it right before we end the episode as well. But we're going to put a bow on the episode pretty soon here. Um, so, yeah, if you're, if you're in the chat, be sure, to, uh, be sure to like it. Be sure to share it, all that good stuff. Um, we know what to do here. Um, I'm going to say it's not a personnel problem for the Flames. It's 100% the way they're deployed slash their mental game. That's a good point uh, coming from Nicola there. Um, Markstrom is washed. I don't know if he's washed. I think it might be a little bit too soon to say he's washed. Yeah, I think that's premature. Uh, it's very premature. Uh, Conrad with with from the top rope saying Sutter needs to go. Um, oh, that's. I don't know if it's a, if it's a Sutter needs to go thing or like I I, I don't know. I, I I'm so conflicted on the Sutter thing because his system I just don't think works for this team as a whole. Um, and we talked about it. 
yeah. with, uh, with with guys like Huberto. Not everybody not everybody thrives in that kind of system, and and I don't think I don't think Huberto is that guy. But then so, you'll have the devil's advocate where it's like Goudreau had his kind of season last right, year, exactly, and he and he was and he's never been, you know, he's never been a more complete player than he was last year. Yeah, under under a full year of Daryl's system, With exactly. The offensive production, exactly. Yeah. So you'll you, you'll always have that argument because it can work. Yeah, but it's a case by case thing, right? That's the sure. that's the way I think I look at it at least. So, um, Lindsay saying it's like trying to knock a square peg into a round hole. Yep, that's uh, that's a good way to put it. Uh, it's hard to hard to have a hold on let's see here i can't read uh it's hard to have a like score three goals a night as well as being the best defensive line in the nhl you need talent to score and others to defend um that's a good point james johnson saying 98th percentile defensively and i believe that was in uh relation to our huberto comments so that's uh that's some chef's kisses he says uh, people must need to be wrapped up in bubble wrap. Ten, I've got nailed. And poor Steve. Yes, poor Steve and his broken nose. Uh, he can blame Miggy on that one. Um, okay, we're going to put a bow on our episode here. A, a couple more here with uh, with our guest, uh, John, from Hot Take Hockey, uh, the YouTube channel. Great YouTube channel, by the way. I'll give you lots of time to plug it after, but great hey, YouTube channel. That. Highly check that stuff out. Um, Storylines coming into this one, obviously we talked about the Canucks and and I know you guys. I say you guys because it's all the YouTubers who make great content about this stuff. The trade rumors, you know, that's like that's a feel like that's an NHL YouTuber's bread and butter. The trade rumors yeah, are just like the go to, sure. which is and it's good because I love the conversation. You make great content. There's everybody makes great content about it. Um, Brock Besser scratch tonight. Everybody kind of threw their hands up and was like, "Oh my god, he's going somewhere." Until they said it was a non COVID related illness. Yeah. Um, do you think Brock Besser's getting traded and uh and where quick as quickly as you can not quickly I don't want to rush you but like in uh in in two or three sentences is he getting traded and where do you think he's going yeah I'll say yes I like Freeman's suggestion of uh Washington but I'm gonna go in a different direction what I said recently that I feel like New Jersey and Vancouver have been tied too many times in the past I'm gonna say Besser to the Devils as one of the options I like that I like that the one I wanted to get to the most, you mentioned it, the captain, Bo Horvat, who's scoring ridiculous at a ridiculous uh, pace right now. Like you said, blocking out that noise. Someone's going to get Bo Horvat at like 50% retained. They're going to have to pay, but it's going to yeah. be like the steal of the deadline, I think. Like, because what's, what's 50%? 2.75? Is he making five and a half million? Around there. I think right? so. Like 2.75 for Bo Horvat. But but the Canucks should or really 2. catch 2. it. 5, or 2.25. Yeah. Yeah, so, or 2.2. Yeah, whatever it ends up being. But um, yeah, they're going to... Uh, are the Canucks going to fumble Unreal. the bag? Are the are the Canucks going to fumble the bag with, uh, with a trade like that? Or do you think they're going to cash in? Well, they better cash in. They I have people to. People throw out like Boston, Toronto. But I think the team that might come through here if they don't get like a lower option like a Monaghan or like experienced tapes I think Colorado could go for a bone over at oh man a second line spot <laughs> so gross. they won't care man they, they no, lost they Kadri in free won a cup frig we'll take they don't Bo give Horvat. a shit Even if we lose them in the offseason we get another cup yeah exactly they uh they truly uh they truly don't care and and, and that's the thing is like the reason I wanted to ask is because like in this market I think it was uh actually in uh in Vancouver, Dollywall was saying that uh, oh, the Flames have checked in on uh, on on Besser, 
And everybody was like, oh, we need Brock Besser. We need Brock Besser. I'm like, man, yeah, he makes a lot of money, though. Like, you yeah. got to remember the Uyghur extension kicks in, the, the Huberto extension, 10.5 comes in next year, and uh, and the Flames are going to have to eventually give some money to uh, to Elias Lindholm if they want to keep him around. So I just think yeah. cap-wise, it, it, it probably wouldn't make sense, eh? Yeah, I mean, if they want to revisit it in the offseason, like if he's still there and yeah. – like taking Lucic out of the equation. I mean, sure, I guess it's possible, but yeah, I, I think it's, I mean, I think people are also just making it a thing because Vancouver and Calgary have surprisingly made trades in the past, like which surprisingly is surprisingly like trades and, and, and we, and they get every free and, agent and who was a former Canuck. Yeah. yeah. So like there's so many ties between Vancouver and Calgary in terms of player exchange. So like people just like to make it a storyline. I'm sure the flames did check in on Besser because they need scoring. So obviously they're going to check in on a scoring winger. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure a lot of teams have checked in on him. I'm um, sure it's just due, dil- hey, due diligence. I would love point. to see Besser next to Matthews. So right? if, we're throwing out, if we're throwing out wishes, there you go. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure a lot of people would be okay with that, with that in Leafs land. All right. Last call for any of our comments in, uh, and questions here. Not too many came in. <laughs> somebody saying trade rumors are such a waste of time. Can't stand that. So I guess we know where uh, some a stranger waste of time until people are right with the rumors. Exactly. They're a waste <laughs> of time until you're binge watching them at midnight on a Tuesday yeah. <laughs> because you just can't get enough of them, which is, you know, speaking for myself. That too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jay saying Connor Mackey needs to be a Canuck. His aunt is a housemate of mine in my group home here in Vancouver. We will take Connor Mackey for the low price of, uh, I don't know, one, Bo Horvat. How does that sound? <laughs> Bo Horvat, one for one. Connor Mackey, you want him that badly? <laughs> oh, man. Well, this has been awesome. I, I I knew I threw this on you like last minute. I felt terrible. I'm like, I completely forgot I'm doing this show because I'm, I'm doing the first six this month because uh, our, my the other guy, Peter, who does the other shows, uh, is on vacation. And I'm like, I need a guest like stat. And I was like, fuck, I got to text John. So I texted you. Last minute, it's late as hell. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm notorious for doing things on the fly, so don't even worry about it. The only thing I feel bad on is that I wasn't able to bring my Canucks and Flames jersey in the background. Ah, that's okay. You know what? We'll have you on again. I promised. I promised you. I said we're gonna have you on, um, and we're gonna have you on a proper way too. Not not just a not just a last minute. So, um, before we go though, there's a lot of people in here who uh, probably know who you are, but for those of you who don't, uh, just the floor is yours. Tell everybody what you're up to, where they can find you and all that good stuff. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. So full name, John Viveros underscore on Twitter, Instagram, but hot take hockey is the YouTube channel. Uh, do a hot take hockey podcast with my cousin, Lucas. We record Monday nights post throughout the week. I just had James Duffy on the pod. I saw so that. That, was a, awesome. that was a pretty sweet chat with James. Uh, hoping for some cool guests coming up, including this guy right here, Audie James. Definitely. Got, hey, we were supposed I, to have you on, but I know you. I know that one. It, it was it was it's so busy now with uh with the flame schedule and and doing dragons play by play and stuff. It's just so busy, but uh, we'll we'll make it happen. We'll we'll yeah. definitely make it happen. Well, just quickly, man, you've been enjoying that. I know we're we're closing. Up yeah, the no, no, it's man. Been yeah, cool hosting for the wolves. Myself. Yeah, like I, yeah. I was gonna say arena, you didn't even, you didn't even bring that up. I was gonna I was gonna bring it up if you didn't. But yeah, yeah. it's. How, well, how's that been for you? Because like I haven't really asked you how it's been. Yeah, no, we'll chat offline, but it's just, man, being in the arena, just a different atmosphere. I, I was saying to my buddy, like obviously YouTube doing live streams, videos, um, it's always cool. And you know, the audience is there and interacting, but it's just a different feel sometimes when you're in the building and just the fans are there, you know? And 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 this is a message to anybody out there who 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 doesn't believe in YouTube or anything like that. Like that's that's a lot of people's foot in the door. 
right? Like, look at you. Like, you're doing great things. YouTube was your foot in the door. Um, yep. A lot of people who, like, the, the SD of the SDPN um, started out on YouTube, right? And, 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 and it just just give her like do do what your heart tells you I, i'm trying to get all philosophical but it's like fucking midnight and i'm i'm not coming yeah, across but it like it's a while but for sure yeah, youtube is, grind, a, is a huge first foot in the door yeah grind and do your thing man and 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 you know perfect your craft and and you'll end up like uh like hot take hockey and and, and john vivero so hey nothing too special <laughs> here but i appreciate the kind words but yeah guys thank you hot take hockey on youtube if you want to follow me on twitter instagram all that good stuff but yeah definitely check out the pod on spotify yes. and apple if you'd like but check yeah, them all man, out Adi, really appreciate the support man thank you buddy so much. of course you know i always will uh all the links will be in the show notes i know robert put all of john's uh information and links in the uh, channel in the hey, description really of the video that. as well so uh rob rob hooked us up there um you, for you flames fans uh the next game over calgary is going to be on friday when the calgary flames host the St. Louis Blues, they're going to look to snap a four-game losing skid. Um, I will not be your host. Peter Klein will not be your host. All it says on the schedule is guest host. Um, so that's going to be a surprise. Last time it was Andrew Berkshire. Uh, I'm going to assume it's someone like that. I don't know how who it's going to be or what it's going to be like. So um, stay tuned for that. I will be in Drumheller doing a Dragons game. So I will unfortunately not be on the call. But thank you so much for... Um, thanks to John. Uh, be sure to check him out. Thanks to... Uh, our friends over at Sports Interaction, SDPN, everybody else, uh, everybody involved, Robert, our producer, and 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 Maud, uh, and thank you to everybody for watching. Please be sure, if you're listening on playback, to subscribe and rate the podcast on whatever your preferred podcatcher is, and we will catch you. I will catch you on Saturday or Sunday's game over Calgary when they play the San Jose Sharks. And until then, take care, pals, and I will talk to you guys later. Thanks, everyone. Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook.